Hey there, it's Bear Bear. Welcome to Bear Squared Podcast. Hey there, it's Bear Bear. Welcome to Bear Squared Podcast. Welcome back to Season 2. I'm sure a lot of you can realize that I've changed the title from A Quarter of Music and Me to An Eighth of the Piano. So I'm going to do a little intro as to why I'm changing it into an eighth of the piano that's because i like the number eight you know eighth notes there's eighth notes in music and there are 88 keys in the piano did you know that so that's one thing we're going to be talking about today and yeah so i'm going to release an eighth of 88 episodes so that's 11 on the piano and specifically on the piano so this is going to be our season two after this short intro let's go straight into the history of the piano because that's the most basic thing we should know before we start talking about the music or the people related to this instrument did you know that the piano actually didn't exist until the 1700s It sounds weird, right? Because Bach existed, he was born before that, he was composing before that. And Mozart was also, you know, part of the late 18th century. So why did the piano come out so late in history? That's because in the beginning, they didn't play the piano or what we know as the piano. The piano was invented by Bartolomeo Cristofori in around the 1700s. It is a combination of the two keyboard instruments there were before. The first one is called the harpsichord. So you would know that Bach and other Baroque composers did compose for the harpsichord. Like the prelude and fugue was actually for the harpsichord. And many uh, performers still perform the prelude and fugue, the well-tempered clavier, because it's the clavier, not the piano, and people still perform on the harpsichord or the clavichord. The harpsichord could play really loud and sustainable sounds, and the clavichord can have expressive control and dynamic changes. Why not have the best of both worlds and create something new called the piano? So the full name of the piano is actually called Un Cimbalo di Cispresso di Piano e Forte, which means a keyboard of cypress with soft and loud, which is later shortened to Pianoforte. So soft and loud, and until now, it's just called Piano. Do you know how the common piano has three pedals you can step on? The Una Corda, the sostenuto pedal, and the mute pedal. But before, there was only one pedal, which is the sustain pedal, the sostenuto. It was invented by Gottfried Silbermann, which is a really famous organ builder who also built really famous harpsichords and clavichords, and then, of course, the piano. He made this pedal thing, it's not really a pedal, it's like a lever that is controlled by the hand, but it had the ability to act like a pedal. And later, in the mid to late 18th century, Johann Andrus Stein, a German keyboard maker, made 
a lever, also a lever, which was controlled by the knee and not the feet. It used to be used by Mozart. So it was not until the Industrial Revolution in the late 18th century and the 19th century where there was the mass production of the piano. It was when the largest piano-making firms, such as Steinway and Beckstein, so the most famous ones we know today, started to develop. So the piano extended to seven octaves by the 1820s. So it was not until very late, until, until there were 88 keys to the piano. There used to be less than that. If you can count seven times 12 at the top of your head, then you would know. There were also many more improvements to the piano in the mid to late 19th century. So there was this thing called the repetition lever in the 1821. So it was this mechanism where you can play one note repeatedly in quick succession. And because it was a new thing, it was exploited by many composers as well, such as Liszt. Like, da 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 you keep on playing the same note repeatedly because it was cool, it was something new. And also, there were different shapes and sizes to the piano so that it would fit into homes and was cheap to manufacture and to boost commercial sales in general. And lastly, until the 20th century and after that, only in the 20th century did the piano have 88 keys and three pedals. And if you look into the piano, it's easier to look into a grand piano. Most notes have three strings connected to one key instead of two, so that there would be a richer sound in general. So the instruments get bigger and bigger and bigger because they wanted to have a louder and powerful sound and wider dynamic range. And if you look into the piano, you can see that there's felt inside which cover the hammer instead of leather or cotton that was used before. So unlike in the 19th century where there are multiple types of pianos, nowadays you can only commonly see two, the grand piano and the upright piano. So the grand piano is really big and really heavy, but the frame and strings are horizontal, which makes the sound production better and it allows for faster key repetition. The upright Right piano have vertical frame and strings which have lighter keys which means just a worse tone in general and slower key repetition so if you want to buy a piano make sure to try it and see what you want in the piano talking about the grand piano there are different sizes to that too starting from the baby grand to the concert grand so it's kind of like the bigger the better. That's the concept for pianos in general. I hope you enjoyed this short little introduction to the history of piano today. And I'll see you next week. Thank you very much for being with me today. 